This is a STEAM Channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv slash STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Hi, I'm Shelley Kurth, and I'm here with my colleague, Dr. Nicola Sisi. Today, we're going to talk to you about how to stay sane in these times of unprecedented parenting. Our background together is about 30 years of teaching uh, and leading in schools. And, you know, most importantly, we're parents, working parents, actually, and homeschooling our kids, actually now summer schooling our, our kids, I guess, technically. Um, our goals for this series is to provide you with tools and resources to help your learner, learner thrive, but to keep you sane. And it seems like we've talked to you a lot about reading, the importance of reading. Uh, but in looking back at the series, we realized we didn't give you a whole lot of specifics on how to support your kiddo with reading. And so this series is all about the importance of reading and what to do before, during, and after reading. Now, uh, in case we haven't said it enough, reading is incredibly important. It is one of the biggest success indicators uh, for college success. And uh, reading helps with priming all these academic skills that come after it increases vocabulary and most of all it's a lot of fun so we are going to spend the next eight to nine minutes or so to talk to you about the importance of reading and strategies to make reading fun sustainable and educational especially over summer and during the times of COVID-19 so Shelly kick us off what do we do before we start reading yeah, there's a lot you can do before you dive right into that story. Remember, I just want to, you know, put it out there. You might be reading the same book a hundred times with little guys, especially, and that's okay. It is great to repeat a story. You're going to read it better the second time, and you're going to know what questions to ask. And that's really a key to reading is how to get your kids thinking a little bit more about the story. So it's okay if you've read it a hundred times. Um, just remember that knowing a little bit more about the story is a good thing. Get comfortable when you're reading with your kiddos. Make sure they can see. Make sure you can see. If you're reading to a group of kids, how can you situate yourself so that you they can all see the pictures? It's important for kids, even sometimes when there's not pictures. Letting them get the connection between the words on the page and the words that you're reading is important. Show the cover of the book. Ask kids what they think the story might be about or maybe what they might make the title of the story based on the cover and introduce the book show the author and the illustrator and show where the title is you're letting kids understand how a book works um, making sense of the book um, those are jobs too so you're doing a little extra making those career connections and you know, making connections in general is important. You might have read that book or a book like it before. Remind your kiddo, or maybe something by the same author. You might remind them, hey, we've read a book by the same author. What do you think? Do you think it's gonna be the same or it's, is it gonna be different? Do you remember what we liked about that story that we read before? Letting them call on the memory, their past knowledge to connect it to the present day and the experience they're about to have. And like making connections to the topic is important too. Providing information about the setting, the characters, where the story takes place. With older kids, you might talk about the genre. Is it fiction or nonfiction? 
Um, those are all things you get to do before you even start the story. And if you know the story already, like we were talking about, maybe you've read it or maybe you just did a, a little look or maybe you read the Amazon um, write-up of the story um, or the back of the book, you can maybe even pull out a purpose for reading that story um, that can signal you can have your child listen for something. You might say something like, I'm going to begin reading, and when I do, listen carefully to see if you can figure out what problem Stella Luna had and how you could solve it. You can dig into a purpose to get them really thinking as you're reading the book and pulling out the finer details. Adjusting that pace, adjusting your voice, knowing the story and knowing how you can take that before you even start reading is a great place to begin. And remembering to call attention to the fact that you're reading, that the words are the things that you're reading is really important too. Nicole, you wanna add to, to this? You've got a lot of great information about while you're reading. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I realized that uh, I have a younger kid, so you might say, you know what, Nicole, it's really easy to uh, engage your six-year-old in reading stories. Um, but did you know that a recent study by Scholastic showed that 83% of kids ages 6 to 17 said that being read to is either something they really liked or something that they actually loved? But unfortunately, only 17% of parents who have kids ages 9 to 11 are reading to their kids. So your kid loves spending time with you and hearing from you, even if they don't always show it. Um, so I want to talk to you about five things that you can do while you're reading out loud to your child that will help you engage them and will help uh, create deeper meaning. So those five things are vocabulary, predictions, meaning, art, and recap. So here's what I mean by those five things. As you're reading, think about pausing to clarify vocabulary. You know, there might be a word that you hadn't come across before. For my son the other day, it was the word parched. Uh, there was a character who was feeling parched and we talked about that it, you know, what that word meant and that it could mean that something is really dry uh, or dried out, but it can also mean that you're thirsty. You know, use reading as an opportunity to expand on vocabulary uh, and let your kid guess what the word might mean based on context clues. The next thing to think about and pause for is predictions. So pause and make predictions. Ask your kids questions like, what do you think is gonna happen next? Uh, you know, if it's a story like Shelley said that you've read many, many times, um, that, that might not be a fair question to ask or a very uh, deep question, but asking your child uh, at a pivotal point in a story of what happens next really helps them make those connections in their brain and activates prior knowledge. Uh, another reason to pause in the story might be to create deeper meaning. So maybe it's a pivotal moment in the story and a character has made a big decision to uh, maybe move somewhere or to have a courageous conversation with their friend. Uh, take that opportunity to say like, why do you think the character is doing this? What do you think um, is going on for them? And you know, what must be going through their mind? Helping them tap into their own empathy and activate all those social emotional learning skills that we've talked about in previous series. 
uh, with my younger guy, you know, a lot of our pictures still, a lot of our books still have pictures. So pausing and connecting the art to the words is really important, especially when kids don't yet know how to read all the words. In our house, we often talk about the fact that readers read pictures and readers read words. And so asking your reader to look at the pictures and talk about why that piece of art or that illustration was used or what more they can learn about the stories by looking at the pictures is a really great strategy. And then last but not least, pausing in the story to have your child recap what they have understood so far, especially if a lot of actions have happened back to back, asking them to recap can help you fill the gaps for what they may have missed, especially if you know there's a critical piece of information that was shared. Now, there's Uh, no magic answer on how often you should stop while reading a story. Uh, We obviously caution you to make sure don't stop too often. Let your kid get immersed in the story and feel the flow and create those pictures in their mind, right? Talking about those like stories. What are you seeing in your mind right now? What does it look like? Drawing a picture of what's happening. So don't stop too often, but do take the opportunity to take the learning deeper, ask questions and, and really immerse yourself in that story. So Shelly, that's all great while we're reading a story, but can you talk to us a little bit about what to do after we're done with the book? Yeah, you know, there's such an opportunity to engage after you've read a story and not just toss it out and get on to the next one. Take a minute to talk about the book. Ask your child to describe their favorite parts and why it was their favorite part and share your favorite parts too. You're doing a lot of modeling, not just in conversation, but you're modeling, picking out details. You're Remember, you're modeling for them how to talk about reading, talk about stories, and talk about books. So start with that easy conversation about favorite parts. Review the story components like the setting or the main character's problem or maybe how the problem was solved. Dive deep into the little parts that, you know, maybe they didn't understand all the way. It gives a chance to recap the story together and understand it a little more clearly. Ask questions that encourage your kiddo to think about why the events might have happened the way that they did or why the people in the story acted or behaved in the way that they did. Nicole was talking about building the empathy and the compassion part. This is a chance to dive into some of those moral and ethical dilemmas that characters um, seem to have in these stories. And you can help make your kids make connections between the story and their own life. And my favorite thing to do is, especially with my little ones, is to have them read the story back to you. And believe me, it might not be the real story. In fact, they might use the pictures to make up an entirely different story, or they might retell the story by looking at the pictures. All of that is perfectly good. Those are the pre-reading skills that you're trying to build. Put the book in their hands the right direction, have them turn the pages in the right way, and let them tell a story. It's it's all good, and it's so fun, and it's the way that they're building their, the lens of the world around them. So most of all, remember to have fun. Remember that just because your child can read independently doesn't mean that it has to be just an independent activity. Reading together builds connection, it builds community, it exposes your kids to different genres uh, and different opportunities to engage with not just television and audio, but to really listen 
create pictures in your mind and um, make meaning and do something fun together. So if time is an issue, there are a lot of great books that are called five minute stories. And they are from everything about superheroes to uh, Star Wars. Uh, We love five minute stories because I know that when I'm in between work calls or as I'm going to something different, I can always fit in a five minute story. So just another tip as you're engaging with your child in reading, but have fun, create memories, and most of all, stay sane and be safe. Until next time, have a good one. Bye. Bye.